0: welcome to episode number 48 getting close to 50 in the mad axman podcast series we've got the full gang back this week as usual and we go in depth unsurprisingly it's been inevitable into the very important subject of haberdashery and scissors we also talk acmenids, we talk about polish hats there's andy's quiz making a return all the answers to your private based questions from last time the real tricky stuff about monster munch baps there's a bit of painting there's a bit of chat about gaming And then for the first time, we've even got a special offer, a freebie from Martin at Vexilia. So there'll be a question for you to write in the answers to at the end of the quiz. So sit back, enjoy the podcast. This means war. This means war. Well, we're back here again. I think this is episode 48, our second mini lockdown run. Uh, we've got the full set yet again here. Hey, um, I, can hey, see, hey. I can see Aussie, Aussie Simon, you're here with some red wine. Good day. good day. We've got Peter, Peter the Badger with the backdrop of London. No, the waving hey, thing isn't very good. Hello. The waving thing doesn't work. Right, okay. No, Tamsin just, is still in, wave, volume wave. still in 2000 AD. still in 2000 AD. Yes, I am. Beaming in from the future. Andy um, is either drinking a urine sample or has got some scotch. What is it? Hard to tell the difference, but I think it's meant to be scotch. You think it's meant to be scotch? Um, Adam is still ready to, no, um, to do his Adam, really, and Adam special with a pint. Is that bass? Is that your traditional, traditional bass? Bass is indeed. Pond of bass. All good. No, oh, lockdown bass. And Dave, please say the word heifer heffa, heffa to us. All it's surprises.
1: I'm going to reach for it in a minute.
0: You're going to reach yeah. for it. And I'm, I'm I bought this in Kent, on. by the way. A thing called Scrimshanker IPA,
2: Hop Demon Brewery. I don't know if that's any good, but if anyone knows anything about it, so it's not
0: it's not a Scotch then. It's um, no, that isn't. I'm not drinking that now. I'm just all right. You're I'm not drinking test. that now. Now I'm doing a Quantic Session IPA from the Wild Beer Company. Um, yeah, Because I, I accidentally ordered another box of um, of whatever it was from some mail order rubbish that I, I failed to cancel before it came through, so I've got to finish that off before I get back to down to something more normal. But um but look, without further ado, um let's dive quickly into the the who's been painting what. And um Dave, I can think I can see you looking into your your magic um magic microscope, not microscope, sorry, um magnifying lens there ah. that you've got in front of you. Um with with your glasses as well. Does that mean like whatever you're painting is is bigger than than painting the side of a house or something? Oh.
1: no so there's just uh what's necessary for picking out 50 millimeter
0: right <laughs> okay so what, what have you millimeter. got the, what have you been painting in the last week
1: um it's I'm, I'm being boring i'm filling in the gaps just filling up the lead pile so um i'm still painting uh franks just... the franks just go on the, the, the army which gives and gives i've got Still got ten bases of heavy foot to paint, and I'm just doing the last four of the bowmen. So I mean, essentially, it'll be two armies worth. And um, what else are we doing? Oh, I painted a castle. Simon showed me the Alicante castle we got for free last. The year.
0: Alicante castle. What was this, that? Was, was, like that a, was that your lockdown adventure, or was and that um, something we did else?
1: Alicante last March. Last uh, sorry, last uh, January.
3: I thought it was a chess tactic.
1: Yeah, they, they, this this January, so, <laughs> uh, it, it was... Andy, a, Andy, January 2019.
4: No, it was 2020. Right. Was it? Oh, I've lost It was, back. It was yeah, when we yeah, were talking yeah. about Yeah, so it was, it, was, it was the ominous start of the year where uh, as we were flying at Alicante, um, some of our flights got delayed because there was a fire at the airport and then there was um, some wind. On the way back we had to divert to a different airport because the because uh, yeah. at because the Alicante airport was on fire and weakened during storms.
5: the other Dave uh, thought he was gonna not be able to fly out for another two weeks, but he managed to get him on our flight, didn't we? Yeah. It was kind of oh, a portent tense
4: for
0: this year, really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it started we, off bad and you just went down from there. Well, everybody tried to leave you behind in Spain for a long time, but unfortunately it failed and you're still here. That's yeah. the portent. <laughs> That's the way it is, clinging on. So uh, when, you're, when you're saying that you're, um, you're finishing up the lead pile, are you painting through what's in the lead pile, or are you looking at gaps in the armies that you've got to paint up? you know the obscure unit that you're actually never going to use is it is it lead driven or is it list driven
1: it's lead driven
0: so you've got far too much then basically have you have you gone over over numbers in in any of those or are you pretending that you're going to play 300 points it's
1: more like um what I tend to do is um put together an army know what I want from it from the basics paint that and then um so like you so I've got busy filing cabinets yeah which are the drawers which fit perfectly for 15 millimeter so i tend to put an army in that and i get a basic army and then i morph it so um a couple of years ago i did zeist on indians and did the sort of like six elephants the bowman the swordsman and then now i'm at just adding the medium spearmen, the odds and sods and things like that so i've got i've got a busy drawer beside myself right now beside my painting table i've got one drawer which is full of Zeist on odds and ends. One nice. draw which is full of the war and empire, Franks, Byzantines and other bits and pieces, a load of generals. Um, and there's another draw which is sort of odds and sods of ethics and things like that. So I just of reach through there and look at what's interesting. But at the moment it's, um, I've got a Bisley draw, hang on, I'll show you, look, here you go, there's a Bisley draw. I it's
0: I oh, oh, no, I was going to say it's empty but it's um it's not quite right, in the that's light. Full
1: that's full of uh, franks and as I... I say that's going to turn into two but I'm going to I'm going to sell one I think
0: right so so, yeah, so yeah. you were saying you actually start with a core list and then you build that and then you actually start bolting stuff on because yeah. I, I, I I I do it quite a different way I I look at what sort of core troops do I need to do or would I like to do a range of different army lists? And I go, okay, I can imagine maybe needing five of them in one version, I can imagine maybe needing six of them. And I kind of build, you know, a list and a half, which normally ends up being a list and listing and about 80% or something.
5: I, I go at it slightly differently. Um, I, I look at it as, um, what would the tactics, work do? Uh, am I gonna have this command attack, this command to defend, or am I gonna do a mixed thing? And then I see how that list is going to apply it to those different areas. Uh, and then I'll look at the troop types.
4: Peter, I just thought you went for six elephants, six elephants, six elephants. <laughs> and maybe and it doesn't night. have
0: that. yeah. Maybe no, some no, 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 elephants.
4: it's six elephants
5: or medium nights. Yeah. And then what goes with the elephants? What do I have to go with the elephants? <laughs> well, it, usually a nice Chianti.
0: What fills in the gaps? Yeah. So Tamsin, when you're doing, you know, like the 2000 AD stuff, do you, is it because that, you know, you've got some fantastic figures, is that sort of picking the cool figures or is there a, a, something that you aim for with that?
6: With um, 2000 AD, i just basically get getting one, ev- one of one of everything. So.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, okay, well, maybe like some of the, you yeah. know, the 28mm bolt action things or, or whatever they are that um, <coughs> the Germans... Is- was oh, oh no, that was for someone else, though, wasn't it? I'm thinking, back. yeah,
6: I painted that I've that section, I squad a squad of SS for somebody else. Yeah. But, uh, i my own World War II, 28 mil World War Two stuff. I know what the, what the core platoon structure is, and I somehow end up with a company,
0: yeah, it's getting terribly careless, terribly careless. No, I guess that's it. And And Adam, you've been doing sort of the box sets and things like that. Have you just been building out um, a Victrix box or? No, it's what I've done, it's slightly different to 15. It's 25 mil though,
3: I know I'm never gonna do 300 points. So I've basically done a list of, yeah, that'll probably be the list. And then then another 50 points to swap things in and out. So I've got a list with some sort of like things that can um, be swapped in and out. And as I build more armies, that'll give me like more options like, um, the, da- the Dacians, Dacians, um, they're going to have a Summatian ally. And actually, the Summations, you can have three of them in the early Imperial Roman list. So that will give me a little bit extra as well. So I'm building about 250, okay. 260 points worth. This means war.
0: Um, Andy, what about you? Do you? How do you build stuff, or is it? Um, well, is I normally
2: I, I I would. Well, what I do with the Vikings and it also with my solutions was um, looked at the lists and I sort of uh, decided. Well, this is, I think where my army list will be. Then you put it on the table. And you think actually I need some other bits for it, or I want to configure it slightly differently. So at the moment I've decided I want to get a few more heavy uh, infantry for the Vikings. So I'll probably have to order some of those, and um, I've got some camels for the. Uh, Seleucids which I need to paint up at some point point, just gives me the option of doing that Um, and playing on tabletop simulator um, I had a bit of fun I'll tell you about it a bit later on doing um, early Achaemenid Persians and I'm toying with the idea of my next major project of maybe buying a early Achaemenid Persian army if I can get some nice figures in simply I go war and empire but I i had a glance at them some time ago and didn't really
0: like the poses. I didn't think they were that nice. Well, I think I don't know if um, how many of you are on Facebook, but this week I think, or um, in the last couple of weeks, Dave from Museum has been putting out some pictures of three D those digital renders of their new Z range or Z range, depending on yeah. on how transatlantic you want to be, of of early Acminids, and and it's kind of an interesting process. He he puts them out there and then people make suggestions and then. Because it's a three D model, he just kind of changes it and, and throws out some other ideas quite quickly. It's it's not. I suppose it's much quicker than having to sculpt a master and, and do things like that. And I think you know the the Essex ones. I've got some Essex ones. I think Dave, you've got Zeist, and Andy, you were saying you've looked at the War and Empire, but but I think I've got some of their cavalry, and they're they're a bit meh. Um, um, but- I've got War and Empire. Have you got the infantry and the cavalry? Or?
5: Yeah, for early Achaemenid, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's well, okay.
1: Zeiston have only done the... Well, they, I mean, Zeiston are very slow with their sculpting. So that mm. they've got later Achaemenids they've done, but their early Achaemenids, they're just in the process. So, so far, I've got Spara... I mean, they've done the sort of infantry and commanders, but they've not done any of the cavalry. So I've done the Immortals and the Spara Barra, and they're really, really nice. Oh,
2: Those are Zeiston, aren't they?
1: Yeah, I've,
0: I've, I've put. They're, them quite, they're
2: at, quite big, aren't they? Those stickers.
0: They are. they but they're beautifully sculpted.
1: And really good.
0: Yeah, They really take um, a bit of a wash really well. They've got yeah. really well defined armor. Um, I've I've got f- four bases of the War and Empire cavalry, and then a, you know I think I've got five bases of the, the Zeiston ones, and they're just the War and Empire ones are kind of tiny, but yeah. but just they're nowhere near the Zeiston. The Zeiston have got amazing detail on the armor, but but then again, you in know the infantry. I've got a very old um, bog standard Essex behind a wall of pavises with sort of two poses, and uh, you know I've I've never quite been happy with them. So seeing these museum ones, it's kind of just looking forward to you know, it's kind of what am I going to buy in the museum sale in January? Really? Yeah. And and I'm not sure I want to buy. I mean, make up a complete Indian army. I'm still not sure about that. Whether I I really want one of those, but. Regrading oh, yeah, some of the um yeah maybe but but regrading some of the um the Zeisten, um regrading some of some of my old essex um infantry might be really kind of cute um as a way to do it and, and upgrade my persians or i could just kind of double them up because my biblical armies have got a different type of basing to my classical era armies so i could have the um the guys on both of them but yeah it's tricky um I am not quite sure, but I can see there being a lot of um Persians. There's also been is it both War Games Atlantic and um yeah. Victrix have both brought them out in 28 mil recently?
5: Yeah, They're, there's been a lot of movement on the 28 mil stuff. There's I think three different manufacturers who've done the plastics for 28 mil uh ACMIDs, whether I don't right. know whether can't remember were early or late, but um there's uh there was a whole rash of them that came out.
0: I must admit, I've I managed, you know, they must have come out because I have, I do remember thinking, should I buy some of these sprues and try and kit bash them for my, my generic Arab army that I've still got um, being painted at the moment and, and add a few more bases of infantry to that. But but yeah, so, so maybe Ackmanids will be, will be the new rock and roll in, in 28s and and in 15s towards the back end of this year when, um, when there's another actual range out there as well. Could be an interesting. Our, I, I, I haven't found wagon. a list that works
1: yet though. Dave Allen's used it a lot and he uses the um Cyrus version with the two war wagons. And oh you uh, can get the and five chariots
2: and the um yeah. you know the camels yeah. as well. It's a did, he,
1: did he have any luck with it though? Um he's done all right, but it's it's not a world yeah. beaten army, but it's it's quite good fun because it's got lots of city t- as you say, it's got uh war wagons. All the funky
4: stuff, and, yeah. Yeah, I've talked to Dave Allen a couple of times because we've played against each other with the army, and he brings a lot of the the cute troop types because he's had them since you know D B M or Seventh Edition era, and so just the ability to bring some of these funky toys on the table and game. Hey, oh, look, it's pretty. It hasn't seen day of light in twenty years. Whoosh, and then you run over it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> with an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> cool, but... Yeah, I think I think I used it. Um, the, one of the first competitions, ADLG competitions, we did overseas in in the Tank Museum in Samur. I think yeah. me and Dave—that was the one me and you went down to on, um, yeah, on yeah. Brexit vote day, wasn't it? Um, which was all a bit surreal. But um, but I took it down to that, and I think having having used it then, I still think it does still need that Greek ally with the spearmen, just to give it a bit of solidity in the middle. But, but I've also seen it used with an almost an all cavalry version, and that's really really effective. It just gets a really big wide army. I think Richard Ainsley used that in um, when I when I went over to Ireland.
1: Uh, Julian Julian Lopez used to use it, didn't he? And he uh,
0: yeah,
1: crazy you, massive you, army of nonsense
5: with everything in it. Didn't okay. he Which have it, to, to, it in be. Belgium? Yeah, didn't he had it in Belgium? Didn't he? It's like he did, thirty yeah. uh, units. Yeah, Dave Dave
1: Dave Allen's army is quite fun. I mean he's got you can have a couple of you can have some mediocre hotlights, Dave puts those in, they're quite useful. Nice. This means
0: war. we got lost there going around the painting thing. So um I've so been Simon, painting the I've English,
2: done, and I've needed. I've oh done Andy, three. Andy
0: then. Andy, what have you been doing? I've been painting more of these
2: English feudal spearmen, and I've, apart from just um, flocking the bases and giving them a wash, I've finished three of the four units and I'm working on the fourth, so the spearmen will be finished fairly soon. And then it's um, doing the Irish kerns, and then it's uh, t- climbing the um, the Lead Mountain to see what, what's on there.
0: Right, so is, are the Irish kerns 15 mil, or, or are they... Um... No, 25s.
2: 20, okay. Um, the, the, the English feudal army can have... Irish kerns. You, you can have them as Javelin men or Light Infantry Javelin. So I'm going to cover
0: both options. Okay. Actually, you no, know, I think I've got some of those from, um, from Hoka Hay um, I, somewhere in the lead pile, God knows mm. where, over there as well. Uh, uh, and these are the War, War Games Atlantic
2: is... ones that I got originally for my to make up the rest of the, um,
0: the saga thing, saga from...
2: stuff. And I had 12 figures left over, so they kind of Brilliant.
0: dovetail neatly with making a, a, a feudal English army. Fantastic. Okay. Adam, you're, you're the other 28mm um, expert of the moment. What You've, you've got scissors there. Are you, does that mean you're cutting out um, shield transfers?
3: I am. I've finished painting the Roman horses and riders, so they're going on the bases. I just need to finish off the shields um, and get them done over the next few days, so that's quite good. This is the um, annoying bit of the swords, um, the shield transfers, carefully cutting around the outside of the shields. So um, what better way to spend a couple of hours talking to you guys then uh, getting the scissors out.
0: But that's that's quite a challenge because you've got to focus, you know, almost almost the exclusion of all all other things if you're um, if you're cutting around LBMS shield transfers. Yeah, but to be fair,
3: I would spend most of the couple of hours we spend talking to each other, just not listening to you anyhow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's probably cool. true actually. Yeah. That's, well you um, can I switch think...
3: off during the quiz anyway. Just as
2: you can
0: get would... the scissors out.
3: I would just put out a shout out for a, a bit of um, ha- hardy modeling advice. But the scissors I'm using, I bought these a long time ago in the haberdasheries. I went and got a very, very posh pair of um, haberdasher's cotton cutting. They're, they were quite expensive, but they were super sharp and really sort of like precise. And if you're doing any precise scissor work, getting the right pair of scissors to do it, I fully recommend it. It's a tool that, um, yeah, it's worth spending a little bit of money on rather than the sort of like big old loose things you get from your kitchen drawer.
0: Yeah.
2: So what There is somebody who should remain nameless in our club who works for the NHS and got us a load of ex-surgery um, scissor, scissor things with, with a curved um, blade. And that's, yeah, got,
3: I, I use them to cut my toenails.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so what inspired you to, did you research that haberdashery scissors with a thing or did you just buy them by accident or I, well no it's because it's when i felt
3: first in rigging with the small ships and i was sort of like having to do very sort of like small bits of cotton and i the scissors i had were just too big so i just went into a it was a department store and i went to the haberdashery section and said look have you got a really small pair of precise scissors and they went just the thing um so yeah <laughs>
0: That's right. Um, and, um, Are you freeing and Mr. Humphreys? We... Yeah, I was going to say Grace Brothers, Ding Ding, Haberdashery, <laughs> Ten Mil Rigging, going up. That's it. <laughs>
1: that one, now, John Lewis in um, in uh, Sloane Square. That's a good one for Haberdashery.
0: There's, you know, I can see there's going to be a queue of wargamers around the corner um, <laughs> the day after this podcast gets released, and the poor people in John Lewis will be just looking at it, going. What the holy mother of whatever has gone on wrong here.
6: <laughs> I'm just astounded. Those more games that do decide to do, do that John Lewis trip, also look out for uh, teddy bear fur.
0: Teddy bear fur?
3: Okay. Yeah, build, catching
6: buildings.
3: Right. Okay. I'm just astounded that Dave can give recommendations on what haberdasher to go to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I I think Gordon, um, when we started playing ADLG... Is this a topic for a special? And and we needed cloths for the um, tables. Gordon went to John Lewis and went through all their... um, their, uh, It was was curtain material until he found something suitable for a Wargames table.
5: It's it's where I got my first Wargames cloth. I went to to the haberdasheries down at uh, John Lewis and got it uh, cut.
0: Was it the Sloan Square branch or um, is that, you know, is that the War Games, John Lewis of choice?
5: Uh, Well, actually, the one of, uh, I did the Sloan Square one and I also did the one uh, over at um, Stratford. That was the update, (laughs) getting the materials. That was for the ADLG uh, bits when we first started playing that uh, because you needed to get the the right sizes for the uh, scenery.
0: So, you know, John Lewis is, is, is you know, it's a slick organisation, is it? Did you, did you go in there and say, is this for ATLG or for DBMM, sir? You know? They, no, ah, I actually went DBMM, in. You want a slightly I, thicker I, I went in or... with the
5: sizes and uh, the lady there actually took me through and said, oh, well, for the sizes you are wanting, you want this. And she, she was cutting to the right sizes and everything else. Yes. And she was explaining, you're better off buying by the yard and this, that, and the other, supposed to this, that, and the other. And she was bringing out different swatches. Well, this one really wears really well. I was like, Fantastic. Got really oh, well, you've got double sized
0: ones was... if you're playing Meg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. It could be all sorts of things. So durability and stitch count.
1: They field, sir.
0: Are they washables? Yes. <laughs> I, I think they I think you have to hang them up and steam them, don't they? But um Okay. Well let's move around the, the screen. Um Simon, what have what have you been painting or, or, or doing this week?
4: So I finished off painting um, seven bases of later Louis the 14th era mounted. So this is for the Swedish, um, Swedish army for ADLGR. So nice. they, they might, they might look very similar to my um, seven years war army. Don't ask any questions, but I yeah. had a whole bunch more mounted spare. So, yep. cause as a war gamer seems you don't to, to do. not want to waste things, work. do you? Yeah. You open your box and you go, there's 30 odd figures in there still. Oh, I'll paint them up. Yeah. I must find you you accidentally vehicle.
0: bought 30 too many, of course.
4: Let's not talk about that. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one I've been painting up, which uh, which is quite nice, is and a quick shout out to a company called Eleven Miniatures. They make really yeah. nice- Six, six mill, mill, mill buildings. Sorry? Six mill buildings. Six mill buildings. Yeah. Yes, I bought from them uh, a bunch of their castle options for the fantasy game that uh, Andy and I are playing. So I've painted up quite a big um, castle main go to Portacullis, the main castle, just to make like a stone fortress and stuff like that. Because, you know, if you're playing a dwarf army, you need a big-ass fortress. Um, they made, know, it really, think... made it really nice.
0: I think, yeah, I think I remember seeing them at a show in... Um might have been in Wolverhampton or something once. They they do kind of a lot of sort of turn of the century industrial buildings or something today as well? Or am I, yeah, am I getting and, that confused with and
6: American Civil War era.
0: Wow, have, oh, okay.
6: I do a lot of stuff.
4: Yeah. We also have a lot of six mil modern stuff, which uh, for those of us who like to play six mil modern tanks and explosions, yep. there's you know nuclear reactors, gas reactors, industrial stuff to blow up in. So all oh, good fun.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think um, that, that getting that six mil stuff on the table at some point. Once once I clear my table, that that is a game that I can imagine playing solo at some point. So, no, got yeah. that. Actually, just looking at them on screen, they're quite kind a of reasonable, aren't they? Three three twenty five, three seventy five for for some quite big warehouse buildings and yeah. things. Yeah, and um, that's they're quite, quite
4: nice resin, so you can just do a, a base coat, dry brush, and a bit of a, a wash inside them, and that works they, quite nicely. And they're hollow inside. They don't weigh too much?
0: Right. Okay.
4: So yeah, bring base... out new
0: ones with for sale signs on them. <laughs> Close down factories. But do you do you um, do you base them into little, you know, scenario bases or do you leave them as individual buildings and and position them on the <laughs> terrain for that six more modern stuff? I'm
4: going to I've based mine just because it's a little bit easier to carry them around. Yeah. Um, so I've done my york.
0: Oh, there's the castle. Yep.
4: Yep. So I've done the castle on a... Um,
0: oh, that's a proper piece, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. A, a big, big um, base piece.
4: Yeah, so I've done wow. this that- uh, um, 60, mil, 60 mil wide frontage. And then it, I think it's two 40 mil deep bases, so 60 by mm. 80. Just so okay. the idea behind it, I'm going to make that into a BUA for an ADLG type of game. You know, if you put a village yep. or something like that down... There's a what castle. Is, that,
2: is that, What scale is that, Simon, that building? Is it at six mil? Six mil. Yeah.
4: Right. And then the fortress, a little over the top, but hey, it's a dwarf army. You've got yeah. to have a big fortress. So yeah. I think it's about 120 mil wide. Mm. But the, um, the main gate is the actual 80 mil wide frontage. So you get you know, nice curved walls, porticullis. Yeah. The base up. When you look at it for a dwarf army, think, yeah, that works. So, um,
0: they're going to have a lot of gold stacked up behind there. Aren't they really? For sure. They might I, just I'm, I'm guessing they
5: don't come painted. Sorry. I'm guessing they don't come painted.
4: No, they come just as, um, um, sort of gray no, they, so a quick uh, wash in the, with some soaking water, get the resin muck off them. A couple of uh, base coats. So these were done like a, a gray with a lighter gray painted a couple of colours, colors, bit of black. Job's are good and So I think they'll look quite
0: nice on the table. No, that's very tidy. Very tidy. So it's been it's been catching up on some cavalry and then doing some some micro scale terrain for slightly bigger um fantasy battles then for you this Yeah, week. and
4: just for something for fun, something completely different.
0: Yeah, so me the thing. Okay. Um Tamsin, what about you? What's been your what's been the the pre-moving home painting? Are you trying to clear away a load of stuff so that you've got you've got clear decks for potentially potentially um, shifting house or you just like sod it let's carry on um <laughs> the machinery never stops
6: yeah uh, i've got a uh, things in the wing paint so i uh, this week finished romans start of an army for adlg and covers pretty much everything i need for infamy infamy
0: that's a really really good job on um on the lancashire games figures they look really good on mass don't they
5: yeah yeah I like the mixed up groups you showed at the start where you've um, made it a bit more interesting where we've broken up. Were they the officer teams or the, what were they, the one before? Let's start that one.
6: Oh, Was that that's the officer. Yeah, teams? command stands for ADLG. Are they all commanders I mean, from
0: Lancashire Games as well?
6: Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay, that's they're a good. lot of variety. Um, normally they're a bit monopose, aren't they? But there's obviously a lot of different kind well, of figures uh, in there.
6: Well, when you look at them, I added the differences mostly by... My Partly by painting, but also by what other figures are put on the base. So some have got auxiliary infantry, cup one yep. base has got legions.
0: No, that's tidy. That's, um, yeah, look, that's tidy a that's really good. Yeah, that's a very solid thing. And the um the working group um of Yeah, sort of slave I, that, that's the
6: only base that's purely for infamy infamy, because one of the scenarios, you need Roman engineers.
0: Oh right. <laughs> Okay. And are they are they Lancashire or is that somebody else?
6: No, um, they're I think they're Boweda.
0: Boeda, yeah, they do mm, a they just pack of those, mag-
6: I'm Magister, Magister Militant.
0: So. Yeah, that would be Magister Militant through the Boeda stuff, yeah. I like that guy at the back um, holding the pickaxe sort of diagonally. He, um, he looks quite yeah, so he looks doesn't he?
6: Uh, put it into the other guy's
0: back, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. That would be a big problem for them. Okay, so it's quite unusual for you to do a whole week of 15s, isn't it? There's not nothing, nothing of larger I'm scale not crept
6: not. in? I think... Since I finished those, I've made a start on some twenty-eight, so I think some cobblestone figures for sort of the Judge Dread. So.
0: Okay, so back.
6: I should, so I should have those to show off next week.
0: Back to the bigger scales. All right, and Peter, yeah. what about what about uh, you then? then oh, I've oh, sorry.
6: Also been, also been prepping. I ex- ordered some individual figures. I for the Romans and Germans from. I, from Donington to use as leader figures for for Infamy Infamy uh, so I've been prepping those and once i finish this lot of 28 I'll crack on a prime and
0: paint 15s. Yeah those Donington Romans are quite nice if they're the same ones as, as I've got they've got some quite beefy kind of auxiliaries and other things like that that are kind of quite hardcore. Well, there's more so it was more Centurion. So is
2: Infamy Infamy that in 15 mil or 25?
6: I'm doing it in 15 I decided because it looked as though it was mostly going to be solo gaming it. <laughs> yeah. So Rough, roughly, how many figures do you need for it? Uh, depends. Uh, probably about I mean, it depends whether you're going Roman or barbarian. Uh, so fifty to sixty. Right.
2: Okay. So the same as so roughly the same as the Saga Warband then. Maybe
0: yeah, a bit yeah, more but actually. I think Saga's like in the thirties, isn't
6: it? But not, not not that much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. War. This means war. Um, right Peter what what have you been doing this week what's been is it something painted white?
5: Uh, Yes, actually funnily enough. um, Spraying, um, I got my order of undercoats through after getting through all my white paint for uh, doing Austrians funnily enough. Um, So I've started undercoating some uh, Bavarians and also more doing research about what uh, Napoleon army I want to do. So um, looking at a couple of the odd different names ranging from uh, the two Sicilies which sounded like an exceedingly good pizza um, over to <laughs> Wurttemberg and exceedingly good beer. Mm. So I can have a pizza right. and beer while I'm playing with a Bavarian beer. Yep. So Wurttemberg's um, quite good, actually. It's
2: quite a decent army.
5: Are they? I've got no yeah. idea. I just thought the name looked nice. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you actually
0: ordered these figures yet? or um?
5: No, I was working out a list of a couple of things because I was also looking at polls, as you do, um, and thinking how I could mix and match. Because the interesting thing I'm finding out that on some of the lists you can have sort of allied contingents and it just sounded really good having a lot of Polish ulans charging along at people with uh Peter, and everything else. If you want to do a French army with all the different colorful
3: allies concentrate on doing the 1812 because um, build up an 1812 um, list you can have plenty of French, but um, they dragged along everybody, basically. So you can kind of get away with having whoever, whatever other European you want. But most the of them were list. in different
2: corps, Adam, weren't they, really? I mean, yeah, I know, it, but
3: it's like the Poles yeah. the Polish Fifth Corps was with the main army. The Bavarians served with, you no, know,
5: Second Corps, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, well, the, Bavarians this the one where they dragged, dragged them all into bit, yeah. Russia and got them killed. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah.
0: yeah. Right. Yeah, look, I I can tell you all about that, Peter, if you want. I've um, I've got a whole series of um, of recordings that you can listen to to educate yourself. (laughs) That's funny that, yeah. If you can find a book called...
5: It uses
3: words to to glory in the broadest sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) If you can find a book called With Eagles
2: to Glory, written by a guy called Peter Gill, that's gone all about Napoleon's allies in 1809. That's quite a good book.
0: It's not about space in 1999, no? that's a different no? thing
5: eagles to glory June. no june's out next year now um so uh, french army 1812
1: great i've ordered a Württemberg division for my 1809 from
5: ab oh you've ordered fine. a whole
0: division
1: well, how, how many
0: figures in a division
1: no no so in um bataille empire in be it's gonna uh, four, be uh, four regiments probably there's no it's three three units of
5: line, one knot of lights, infantry. Yeah, like I said, four uh, units, yeah. Adam, you weren't, you weren't joking. Uh, the list French in Russia, 1812, goes over two pages. And there's yeah, even it, an Imperial it, Guard Corps. It's mix and match. If you want cavalry, it's like, because that's
3: what I did. So it's, I did the 4th Cavalry Corps. So that's like one divi- division of Polish Hellens and the You've division of ne- and the Westphalian Crashers. It's I can um, even yeah. have ice cream. You can take <laughs> the Neapolitans, you can take Italians. Even the Austrians, although they didn't fight with the French, were on the French side in 1812. Well, they so. did.
5: It's, it's not on the list, though. It's not
3: they,
2: fought, they, they fought with the Saxons, a battle called Gorodetschner, against the Russians.
0: No, you never know, know I, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I am the expert here on Napoleon Wars, and I'm pretty sure that the Austrians never fought successfully, either for themselves or for anybody else. From what I can remember, from um, from my extensive learnings. So, oh, uh,
5: cause call, <laughs> of the army in eighteen twelve. There's French, French, Wurttemberg, Italians, Polish, Bavarian, Saxons, Westphalians, Prussians, Bavarians, oh. Poles. That's, and, that um, is crazy.
0: Are we getting into super califragilistic kind of yet? Is that
5: kind, kind of feels like it. Kind of feels yeah. like I'm buying more figures.
0: Yeah, Mountain, so,
5: here we come. I can even have Neapolitan guard sailors. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh so, so just go back Dave, um you you got away with that by saying you bought a corps. Um but what, what in a, a division a, a division, how many a divi- you bought a division just on the sly. So That's in A B terms, a how many figures and how many thousands yeah. of pounds is that?
1: No, no, no. So so eighteen oh nine, French, you have three divisions in the army. So you have one of cavalry, uh one very large division of French line infantry maybe reserve and then a third division <laughs> which is a Württemberg division which is a smaller sit in the middle sort of thing and that's basically uh, you've got to have one light unit you've got to have one line unit but that division is um, three line and one light infantry and they're cheaper so than the French.
0: That's very interesting Dave but you're dodging the question about how much have you just spent with AB?
1: uh 45 quid
0: okay that's how that's many figures is that that must
1: six, be at least eight. 12. yeah six to a base bloody bloody blah, blah, blah i didn't do the artillery i just use a french line for the artillery i might pad it out but it means i've got that will give me the option to do six. are you
5: doing my idea of six to the base yeah, yeah. Oh, be so i big.
1: told you to do that anyway so um. <laughs> I think I've got eight different 1809 lists I can do now. So it's basically I'm just going through that list and looking at all the different options. Do I use Richard Goons? Do I use Keratias? Anyway, we're going to have this conversation at the time.
0: Yeah, we'll have that conversation another time. Fine. All right. Okay. Um, I think from my point of view, it's really just been a, a question of that irritating last bit of finishing a large number of figures where you just keep going back and back and back and spotting little bits and having to touch up one. So I've got these 60 odd Arab cavalry that, you know, one day this week I did all the, well not, and not every horse, but, but a face blaze on, you know, a third of the horses and doing the white socks on them. And then that's the whole thing on 60 of them. And then, then I put on a load of um, banners and things like that um, from, which was a little big man transfer sheet of, of banners that um, I put on. And then I, got a couple of really useful boxes the four litre one which is just about deep enough for um for pretty much all of the figures apart from somewhat irritatingly the elephant so i'm gonna have to come up with some complicated way of um of storing the elephant on its side and and i think the second elephant i might actually just pin the three riders and take them off so that i can actually just block, block them in just to make storage easier Um, And and do that but so the really useful boxes came in came from Amazon I think and and I've been getting ready for them But I think one of the things I found with the fact that nearly all of these are plastic cavalry um, Was that I put on some of the arms in really kind of dynamic upwards reaching poses with spears and there are about two or three of the figures that were just just too big to fit in the boxes but because they're plastic... They stick out over I the side of
2: the stand. You don't realise till after you've done it. I've done No, that. this wasn't over
0: the side of the stand. They were just too high to put the lid I on was, the box. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually just sort of sawed the arm off <laughs> um, just above the elbow with a really, really sharp um, scalpel knife. And then, you know, using Airfix glue, because it welds them together, I glued the arm back on with the hand at a slightly different angle so that, the, um, so that the spear wasn't actually above the top of the base anymore. So it's like, oh, huh, so I, I can just kind of fix that really, um, which is kind of weird. So they've now all got, all of the cavalry got based and today I did the, the um, put the sand on it, did the wood stain, did the dry brushing of the base and, and put the initial bit of um, grass flock on. So I've got the grass tufts to do, but after that's done, I I will be just as the weather turns and becomes really wet and damp for about three days, I'm just gonna be at the stage at which I need to take them outside and do the um the testers dull coat um, spray to kind of really, you know, take all the shine off the figures. So so they're gonna sit there for about another three or four days until the weather turns again. And um and then the cavalry will be done. And my my approach that I used with the Hungarians from, from the fifteen mil of going I don't like doing horses, so I will just do them all first. I'll have i have done that with a twenty-eight mil army as well. So um, so then I'll be more than halfway there and, and be able to crack on with the infantry after that.
5: What's
3: your plan? Your plan for sort of storing them in the really useful figure boxes. What's your yeah. plan for sort of transporting? Going to games and um, stuff.
0: I think my theory is that if I'm playing a twenty-eight mil competition or a game, I will be going by car. Um, so I will just take them in the 28 mil boxes okay. because in two so, of these boxes, they're also, cause they're plastic and I've used Magna base over the full footprint of the 60 by 60 base, you know, you've got very light figures mostly in the completely Magna base down. So certainly I think the cavalry, you could pretty much turn the whole thing upside down. It wouldn't, wouldn't be a problem. So I don't think carrying them from the car to where they're going so to be what does the magnet base stick onto then? It sticks onto the MDF base. And then in the, um, the really useful in, box, in I put paper. a floor of um, Ferris sheet, which is basically magnet Oh, Oh, right, you know, I was going to say. Because <laughs> like I've got something similar, magnetic. but
3: rather than really useful box, I've gone really old school and I've got, just got some old box files. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm putting that in because the box files are just that bit deeper. um so they're they're kind of handy and um they're also they were also free
5: the only thing else i do is put um a cloth or something over them a light cloth like one of those glasses cleaning cloth type things because it just stops them moving around if they get knocked as you're moving moving around
0: a bit no that's not a bad idea actually yeah i've got got loads of bubble wraps which i use oh yeah you can put bubble wrap over it as well but I've got box files but I've I'm not sure whether I've started doing these really useful boxes because they're better or just because they feel like a more high tech solution um, and I'm a war gamer yeah. and I'm it, just it, attac- attract, att- you know attracted to kind of clever solutions for things that are actually not actually quite as good so
4: the, the good use of the really useful boxes compared to some of the other storage ones because you've got that nice lid they fit together and they stack. So you can stack them well. And that and it's logo, it. Lego type of effect, so when you put them into a boot of a car, they don't slide around, where box files slide.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, true. Actually, yeah, that is a good point. Thank you. There is a reason. I've not just bought them because they were like cool and I couldn't be bothered to do any more box files. Um, so yeah, that, that's, been, um, that's been my painting. Um, I think that's been everybody's painting. This means war. that's the painting round I've done. Um, I think looking around the screen, um, quick nods from people who've done gaming on to, I think, five, it looks like five people have done some gaming out of the seven, so we will quickly rattle round um, and do that. Mr Saunders, um, did you manage to, no, I'm trying to, no, the club was caught oh, by tier club. two this week, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, we've closed the club, which is a real disappointment because that was keeping me sane um, at the moment, because I was going shall, in. Shall uh, we have a
0: vote on that? Um, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to
1: say, how can we tell? <laughs> yeah. but that's a, it's a relative possibility. You say. Uh, I'm
5: going to say, which yeah. tense we're you using, Dave? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I mean, I was I was going in a lot to the club and that, which was good, but that no, that's finished. So I've not done any gaming this week, apart from had a game of TTS online with Andy last night, which was a a no- notable win for a Kemenin, right. against,
0: a, Kemenin. Wow.
1: a Kemenin Byzantine army. A Kemenin? Wow. A Byzantine army. Well, against, it wasn't
2: that notable. You, were, you you played better than me, but yeah, you, you, clear winner for you anyway.
1: Against the Normans in Italy?
2: Yeah. Well, I did cock up the list. I didn't tell you halfway through, but anyway, you know.
1: Yeah, you, you were trying to make work out whether your list was legal. So about. No, I, could, I, just, anyway. I thought
2: I was missing one or two units. It turned out later that I was, but I don't think it would have made any difference anyway to the result.
1: How did, um, well, I managed, how did the game play out? I managed to beat up his knights with medium cavalry bow, basically.
2: Yeah, he kind of drew my, my knights forward and then managed to sort of... He did the usual kind of horns of the impy thing and got round behind both flanks. And, you know, even though we hadn't actually hit any of my guys from the flank, it was only a matter of time.
1: His impetuous knights were... I mean, I was, with the and Byzantine army, I've got, to, to, you know, drilled knights... So I've got Latanikon, so they're uh, knights, uh, medium knights, impact. So I used three of them on one side, two on the other side. A load of medium cavalry in the centre, pulled his impetuous knights into the medium cavalry bow, shot them up a bit, and then I was going to thrash him on the flanks. And uh, yeah, it went quite well, that. Apart from we had some problems with TTS, but it was... Was it him. was it
0: kind of almost an entirely mounted army then, Dave? Your commander? No, sword. no.
1: I, I had the Varangian Guard, <laughs> right? Exceedingly expensive, and uh, they actually got into some uh, spearmen, and, and got beaten up by them, I think, yeah, and promptly through um, six one to Andy, which <laughs> my uh, Varangian Guard survived, being elite, armoured, etc., which stopped them going <laughs> terribly wrong. Right. But yeah that's what happens to ranking guards. you pay 13 points for the most expensive true infantry troop type and they throw immediately throw a 6-1 on the entry
0: right okay so, so, Andy, Dave, so Andy it sounds like um you know was it just one where was it a list that you'd used before or, or was it uh, yes it's, something a list
2: new? I, it's a list i'd used before um and it had actually gone better the previous time uh but i just couldn't get it fired up and moving this time and Dave um, outmaneuvered me. I think I chose the matchups wrong as to where I put things,
0: uh, and um, so which which part of the table, You know, did you drop the knights in the center or on one of the wings? No, or? no. I, I, I put the knights in the most open part of the table,
2: uh, which was the, the right flank. And Dave, in fact, put his amount of command of his there in the center. I had a small foot command um, with a bow and a, a couple of spearmen, and then I now I'd command of Al-Gabagid, um Arabs with a mixture of um, some terrain troops, uh, some two medium spear and two LMI bow, um, and a mounted wing of three impact cavalry and a light cavalry. And the idea would be they'd run around one side or, or support the um, advance of the uh, terrain troops. But uh, then the guys they've had across them were three bowmen and a bunch of tough infantry, so that didn't look too clever.
0: Ah, neutralize the. Um... Yeah, you the three-charging cavalry with a, a solid infantry block and some shooters then. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah.
1: One command of like six elite impetuous knights, but facing them I had at least six, uh, no, five medium cavalry bow, three drilled knights elite and two knights. So I mean, I, I had two, two generals ganging up on one lot of impetuous knights, which works to treat.
0: Yeah. It was um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that does sound a bit tricky when you describe it like that. Yeah, that sounds iffy. Simon, um, have you managed to fit in a, a, I presume, an online game this week as well?
4: No, so um, I managed to get my game last week on Thursday, just as ah, after, after
0: yeah, sorry, during the week, yes, got you. Yeah, yep. um, a week from podcast recording.
4: We were the, the last to, as we left the building, closed the um, the, the door of the pub, locked the keys, threw them away. So,
0: no uh, <laughs> oh, dear.
4: It was sad. It's great to have, we, um, we made the effort to drink more beer and wine that night just to help Ravi.
0: Mm. Uh, so what, what stuff did you get on table?
4: So I managed to get um, a game of Renaissance uh, on. So I got one of our club members, Jeff. He brought out his later Germans, so 1660 Germans, versus, and I brought some Louis XIV French. So the debate of whether tassels would beat sauerkraut and the right. first time, the French got up. We actually managed to get all the mounted and the shock foot in the right time. And things actually happened. It was brilliant.
0: Wow. So so it's like using a kind of lightweight Swedish army that, that actually works properly.
4: Yeah. So um, we, we managed to get the, um, the Louis XIV French mounted here you know, with all the tassels and the cravats. Mm. They were slightly impetuous, so I had six of those. They were running around using um, yeah. the uncontrolled, control, having a lot of fun. And they managed to line up against effectively medium swordsmen in the open and went, oh, I'll have though, came charging through, turn later they'd burst through that unit and they had the whole flank nicely open. So um, wow. it, came, it played quite nicely. You definitely got the, the effect of a, of a stodgy German line versus the French, so the German <coughs> advanced to a point, held down and just wall to wall shooting. And then on the flanks, these Chibi big pushing through, with the French were trying to um, pick a fight everywhere, bit of massed artillery, and um, making facetious comments about um, German uh, black forest gateau not being as good as you know a croissant or something. Yeah.
0: So what 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 did Jeff make of the rules then? Because you know he's um, he's sometimes a skeptic about some of these things, and I imagine beating him didn't really help. But, um,
4: Well, it was one of those games where we've all had an ADLG game where it shifted in the last last turn and a half. So as we came into the final turn, it was looking like Jeff was about to beat me because he he started to mangle my flanks and then I finally managed to get a proper charge in and then burst through. Um, I think he was vaguely ambivalent towards it. You know, you definitely got the... That's a result.
0: That's good. That's that's my praise indeed.
4: Uh, yeah. To be honest,
3: that's one of the most accurate descriptions I've ever heard of Jeff ever.
4: Jeff, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you got the feel of a good game. You've know, you got the feel of what a Fogar game of um, later Germans versus Louis XIV French. You know, artillery, lots of shooting, shock mounted and a bit of a um, scary foot.
2: Well, our games went quite well, I thought.
4: Um, Could we play two games with it
2: and uh, we both won one game? So, mm. you know, it's not a question of being overbalanced either way, but I thought the games went well. I mean, we, we got through the game in about two hours and um, had a result and plenty of excitement along the way.
4: So yeah, so it's been it's quite good. There's a few questions that come out of it, make you think a few tweaks here and there need to be done, uh, but otherwise it was thoroughly enjoyable and got to drink wine and say goodbye to the club for a few more months.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it opens. Yeah, I had a
4: game.
2: I had a game last week with Gent Dave Ray where. I was facing a Greek army of thirty-four
0: units. Wow, was that was that a lot of skirmishes or, or just a lot of rubbish hoplites?
2: No, that was that was illegal because the army builder had not worked out a lot of the points. You should have had well, about twenty-seven, but he ended up with thirty-four because for some reason the army builder thing didn't add on the points when he kept putting hoplites in. Right. <laughs> okay,
0: that's a good trick if you can do it, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely. That's that's one of the um, you know the great things in Sun Tzu's Art of War. Um, yeah. you know, try to jimmy the army builder so you end up with greater numbers of forces than your opponent. I, I think I remember that. It didn't work. Very well. it, must have, it didn't work. Oh, right. Okay. No, cause, cause, cause this is when I was using early
2: Persians and we just sort of stood in the field and and, and used his uh, hoplites for target practice and uh,
0: that oh. went quite well. Yeah, that's not going to work particularly well standing in the field. So, so Adam, have you um have you fitted in a game against um someone down in down in your Yeah, I was one game last week. Uh, uh, one or zone
3: late. three? I can't remember which it is. Um tier one. We're we just like we're not really caring about this whole thing at all, actually. All. No? Wow. Um so yeah, I had a game of uh, ADOD down in Toyman. Played Huns against Palmeirans. Um I played the Huns. A stunning victory, but it's actually ta- it actually taught me something about the Palmerans. Do you remember? I think it was Burton last year. Doubles. We played someone that had 300 points worth of Palmeirans. and we lost. Yeah, I think I do. I wasn't
0: think it was that that like Dave, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't that me and Richards?
3: Oh
2: yeah, yeah, you beat, right. yeah, beat me as well. You beat Ian and me. Yeah.
3: Wow, that's, that's, that's we won the competition. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We got we got beaten by 300 points worth, and I was thinking, oh, that's that's quite an effective. I, I like that. I like how that um, got put together, but. I learned with Palmyrans, so I think it, they're one of those armies that are really good at 300, but a bit of pants at 200 because they just don't have quite enough of their stuff to um, do what they do. So it's like Palmyrans, I think, is a, yeah, it's one of those very point dependent armies. They get better the bigger they are at 200 points. there's just, yeah, I could just swamp it. I don't think the Huns Richard, can get around
1: Richard the won, space. Richard won warfare with 200 points of um, Palmyrans. Oh, maybe it was just my opinion. that was crap. I played him in it. the final game. and he, did, he out-deployed me and beat me. He, he, he All he needed to do was defend, which was a bit annoying. But...
3: No, because he, he had sort of like... He had the Romans, the impact swordsman, yeah. but not enough. He had the cataphracts, but not enough. Um, so, yeah, it's like he, he didn't... Maybe he should have just concentrated on one thing or other. but he tried to sort of like do a balanced army. Like, just... just um didn't really work so yeah victory is always nice.
0: Did, did you get a very open field to use the Huns? Um, that... Yeah but I
3: did, my, um, I did my version of the Huns where I have the um, six impetuous foot Germans and the sort of like the four sort of like thing so it's my Huns yeah. yeah I suppose I should have said my Huns um, they're, they're not your classic step army they've sort of like they've got a of heavy foot they've got a wadge of sort of like German impetuous Cav, um and the light horse and the cav are more a supporting force rather than the, right. the leading force um which I, it's actually quite a fun army to use to be perfectly honest
0: what, what about the difficult. um what, what about the important stuff about the um the two pound 50 drink or you can di- you know drink tea did, did you manage to get around that and the mask thing or
3: well yeah well
0: it's not. i mean I
3: always, I always do that when I go there just to give them a bit of money because um, I do find it hard to drink three cups of tea in a couple of hours, so, but I always force myself. Because if you only drink two, because you can buy a cup of tea for a pound, so if you only mm. get two, you're sort of like lost out. So I always force the third one down and I always end up needing yeah. quite a lot of weed. But it's also like it's also a £2.50 tax for not having to wear a mask yeah. because it's like when you're upstairs, you've got to wear a mask, but if you're drinking tea, you can go, ah I am drinking tea. Yeah. Therefore, I need yeah. to take my mask down, which is one of the reasons why I wear it like this, because it's quite sort of like...
0: Yeah.
4: Hey, look, see? It's, it's me. Uh, see, El Bandido. Look, yeah.
2: see? Well, so if Dick Chapman hadn't liked tea, they'd never have caught him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose if you're drinking the tea, that's cheaper than paying £3.50 to go grouse shooting at the same time as the game as well. Does that would cost to go I get, grouse shooting.
2: Am I getting What's lockdowns
0: confused somewhere? It's like, <laughs> because that was a thing at one point wasn't it okay well i i also had a game well i i posted a game online i think the game me and dave played um last week um i i edited all the video and posted that up online um this week as well so so i've i've published a game rather than played one then i actually did another tabletop simulator game as well um online against um paul georgian from over the states who who's a kind of byzantine Expert um, in he always plays with Byzantine army. So so I made an Arab army in um, tabletop simulator Which you know with a bit of time on my hands i worked out how to take the tabletop simulator units apart and put them together um, And I think the and colorize them and and do all sorts of other bits and pieces So so I've actually created on tabletop simulator in the um, in Mad Axman's workshop which which is there for anyone to find. Um, a generic Arab army that's got um, you know, elite cavalry, which are on different colored horses and and they're all in different colored horse barding. And and I cobbled together some sort of camel riders from one list and stuck them on horses. So they're it's actually much more irregular looking than most of the other tabletop simulator armies out there. Um and it's available to use. And I I used it as a Kurasanian army, which inevitably meant it was um cavalry on on both wings ish and um, a death star um, sort of command down the middle, and then um, also tried to um, build a kind of a bit like i 've done against you, David, sort of a block of heavy infantry spearmen to to give a bit more kind of solidity as well and and came up against a Byzantine army that was a Niphoria one that I think had eight of the mixed spear bow shooters which when you 've got kind of a mostly cavalry army is a bit tricky, um, pretty tricky indeed. And and I got the, um, <coughs> the De La My Death Star into those guys pretty intact with the swordsman as well. And it just didn't go straight through them like a dose of salts. You know, it, it, took, it took a couple of turns, then the elephant punched a hole and turned onto someone's flank. And then they carried on fighting for two more turns. And then I just got another one and that guy turned onto someone's flank and that didn't collapse either so so my kind of plan of draw them out on the wings and punch through the middle um just didn't work and i just ran out of units before um you know stuff got caught and, and the this
2: reminds the me the, of a quote by
0: marshal Soult about a
2: battle called albuera in the peninsula war and his report to napoleon went i pierced their center i turned their flanks the day was mine and still they didn't run
0: yeah yeah it, well i i didn't even pierce the center really it it just you know, against what you think a mediocre spearmen, you think they should really fall over against an elite De Lama Death Star?
2: But, well, um, but no. If they
0: had any manners, they would, yeah. Yeah, if they if they were doing it properly they would, but but they refused to do. So so that was kind of a, a, a struggle. But I think I've got another game on on Thursday this week against um Massimo, who's one of the guys who's created some of those armies, who's who's not played for a while. So and I think we might be playing Battle Empire on Friday as well. So there's a, there's a couple more games in the pipeline. Having done painting, having done playing, we are at the French, what French disco do you wish you were at instead of being locked down somewhere in the UK stage of the weekend? or possibly stage of the podcast. Say bon. so, incroyable, really, incroyable. Um, but you know, without further ado, because I think, you know, we're all really keen to get onto the quiz questions because the sooner the quiz questions, the sooner we hear the music again, really. Um, much as we love the quiz questions. So Andy, um, hit us with, um, I guess, last week's answers to start with. Well, well, the questions last week you might remember were all about impressive, pir- privates. And impressive I said pirates.
2: Vo- <laughs> impressive pirates? No, p- privates, not pirates. And I said the following three people who became army generals started their military careers as private soldiers, and who were they? Number one, the person who died at the age of 80, having been wounded 33 times during his military career, Three of those wounds were received at the Battle of Wagram in 1809, where he led an unauthorised attack, which was instrumental in winning the battle. After the battle, Napoleon said he deserved to be shot for disobeying orders, and then made him a Marshal. Udineau. That's right, Marshal Udineau. Question two. This man was chief of the Imperial General Staff of the British Army in the First World War, and once removed a general from his command on the Western Front with the words, "Oris your for own. Oh dear. Anyone know?
0: No idea. Sir William Robertson. Still no uh, idea. No. <laughs> well, that's who he was. See, was he the jam guy? Um, the marmalade guy? No. No, I think the, no, the, no, the other guy was in the jam. And then okay. this Irishman had risen to the
2: rank of sergeant in the British Army, emigrated to the USA, rose from the rank of private soldier again to become a widely respected major general in the Confederate Army, and was killed at the Battle of Franklin in 1864.
0: Cleburne, Cleburne. Yep, it was Cleburne, that's right. Well
2: done. Right, this week's questions are called Big Bang Theory. On each of the following dates, there was a Big Bang, and I want to know what blew up on each occasion. So, on the American continent, 30th of July, 1864. The second one is, in Belgium, You've 7th been there. of
0: June, 1917. We've been, there. We've been there, yes, that's true. You're right. That's exactly what I was thinking. We've been there, Adam. Rock and roll. Okay. And the third but, one is... Sorry, what was see, the second, or, what was the second hey, one? What was the second one? What was second We were just having a private conversation there, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the second yeah, one was... I'm sorry was, about that. Um,
2: 7th of June, 1917, somewhere in Belgium, something blew up. And the third one is somewhere in the mediterranean on the 26th of November 1941 something blew up but you just have to tell me what blew up
4: so i'm just wondering okay. for belgium since we've been there the only place i can think charlotte is
0: blown <laughs> up what has not been repaired <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody you know, repaired it there'll always be charlotte <laughs> there'll always be charlotte oh, it, it, it wasn't a beer factory
2: i'll i'll, I'll give you that much clue
0: no there, there, if there was a beer factory in charlotte you know, I've uh, uh, been it. a terrible waste. We would have found it. Yeah, that's exactly the right answer. That, okay, it well look. Out
1: of it.
0: So that's Probably that's would. these these weeks this week's questions. That's this week's questions. <laughs> Well, look, we're, we're kind of, we've done the quiz, we've done the painting, we've done the gaming, um, we've just got a couple more bits to to do before we round up on another um, sub an hour and a half, which is, is remarkable for us sort of podcast this week. Um, I think just a quick run around the, um, around the screen to see what's, what's on the gaming and painting table for you or, or the shopping table possibly. Um, next time uh, I, I so Peter, starting with you, um, you're in, you're in the city of London. I can see behind you on your zoom screen. What, what are you going to make an impulse purchase for this time?
5: Well, um, thanks to, uh, Adam's view on 1812. I'm now looking at uh, all the colors of rainbow for, uh, an army for, uh, for BE. and, uh, talking of that, uh, we're going to have a bit of a practice game on uh, Friday afternoon on TTS, where we're going to try out, um, A few battles and see how it works on TTS so I can try out a few ideas and uh, I'm tempted to have a a very nice bottle of Austrian uh, wine to go with my Austrian army for the uh, Friday afternoon. Oh sorry Peter, final piece of
3: advice on that is when you buy a French Corps or French division make sure you get one that's got Swiss troops in because the Swiss wore red coats which kind of looks cool in a French army.
5: Red coats in the French army it is getting better all the time. I was looking forward to uh, I've got the ice cream Neapolitans, I've got the Wurttembergs, I've got uh, the Bavarians, uh, I've got um, even a few Ulhans uh, uh, Poles charging in. So it's getting even better with some uh, red shirted uh, Swiss going in as well, just to wind up everybody. Perfect. And the Neuchâtel uh, regiment wore yellow. Okay. Fantastic! The total opposite to my spray more white Austrians then. Yeah, but um, Peter, <laughs> I might actually have to buy another tin. Um
4: Which unit we will, will you paint bright gold? Yeah.
5: <laughs> uh, most uh, the Eagles.
0: And then recover and try. They and didn't have. Them. They
4: didn't have
2: rock bands in the Napoleonic armies.
0: Yeah, I, I think <laughs> rock for the Eagles. Is, the Eagles aren't rock a band. Bit. They're not a rock band. No, uh, but that's what actually, you talk. That is. No, but actually thinking that there 's Napoleonic troops you can paint differently that means that does mean or remind me that this week I do need to to get on my push bike and and cycle over to the this, the Lee Ray Mayer mansion um, to pick up some um, some of that pendragon ten mil French stuff that um, he bought a while ago, um, so I should be able to do that sometime this week i think and and add them to the lead pile but but I think for me it 's going to be as I said before, a bit of um, waiting for clearer weather and and spraying. All of these cavalry and then probably taking a whole bucket of photos of them and, and trying to get those online and then thinking about making a dent in the, the Arab infantry who were sort of slowly getting painted almost by accident when I'm using some contrast paints and I'm slapping a bit onto to some of the infantry I've got to see what they look like. Um, I've also got a whole mess of different shields, excess shields clipped off all the different plastic sprues that I'm going to try and turn into casualty markers for the Arabs and do some sort of mock Arab um, sort of simplistic shields with one or two or three shields on them to, to leave behind these figures and have sort of bespoke Arab shields on it. And, and I'm still at some point I I can just feel seeing, there seems to be a lot of um, 10 mil stuff um, happening in world war two. I can kind of feel there's a point at which I'm going to attempt to sell even more of my 10 mil second world war stuff on eBay and then replace it with something newer. because What what, what 10 mil stuff have you got in World War II? What nationalities? Oh, loads. um, Loads. I've sold a lot, but I've I've still got a lot. But it's all just quite inconsistently painted because it was sort of built and bought over a long period of time. And I'm just kind of wondering whether I should be... Basically, this is an excuse to say I'm thinking about buying an airbrush, really. Send me a list and I might
2: might be in the market for, for some of that stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll
0: dig out a list for that then, and then Jim, uh,
3: so I've got a, a yeah. So a question about your robes because Arabs army is something I've never really looked at, so I know mm. very little about them. Now I've seen some photographs of yours of your um, surprisingly garishly brightly painted Arabs. Yeah. Now, is that realistic? Should they look like that, or have you just yes. gone a bit
5: crazy? No, no, they they should. You look at really? some of the pictures. Yeah, um, in the. V&A, they actually had some uh, very nice dress uh, and the garments and everything else from uh, that period and some fantastic colours, really, really rich dyes and some really gorgeous colours coming through on it. Yeah, no, that's cool. But I was thinking, I was actually thinking more of the barding. Um, Is the barding really that? Yeah, yeah, they were really garish. Okay. Oh yeah, Oof. it's like, I, I want to be seen as I shove my lance up your nose, you know? I, you know I, I, I don't want to be just fighting you with you, I want to clash with you as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 cause I, cause I think there are two, you know, there are two, two trains of thought when it comes to painting up Arabs. There is paint them all yellowy, deserty and, you know, wash them and make them sort of look like they blended the background or just go big with yeah. silks and an expensive mamlucky type malarkey. So, um so I think I 've got the fifteen mils, which mine are my cavalry are pretty colorful, but some of the infantry are pretty pretty dusky and sandy, but this lot you know buying the contrast paints and them just being bigger figures, I thought sod it let 's go for it and and you know just go big on on the colors so yeah these are these are at the gaudy end of the spectrum and um and now that Peter's given me an entirely perfectly historically justifiable you know well researched justification for for what i 've already done i'm. What I'm Peter what Peter said. Yeah, that's it. What research have you done? Well, I asked Peter um, after I'd done it. I also
5: okay. saw some in uh, Abu Dhabi as well when I was there.
0: Okay, what, 28 mil Arabs? But they, the, uh,
5: well, they were a little bit larger than 28 mil, funnily enough, but they were uh, yeah. sort of riding down the street.
0: Okay, all right, right down the Sheikh Zayed Road in, um, in yeah. Lamborghini. And, and actually, you know, their well, Lamborghinis they, are uh, pretty done. garishly coloured, aren't they? So um, uh, They were fantastic. Sense.
5: Yeah, like they are very nice colours. They they only came out at night because it was a bit too uh, hot. Yes, that's, that's probably true. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay.
5: So, but, um, so lots Tamsin. of gold. That's why I liked them.
0: Yeah, a bit more spray. So Tamsin, what's on your um your painting pile this week? I think you we, we yeah, touched on it a bit, a bit second, earlier. I've
5: got either
6: copper sign figures to finish, and then the Donington Donnington ones for the, the Infamy characters yeah. leaders.
0: Yeah. No, those 15 mil officers are great if they're the same figures I'm I'm thinking of. Really, really nice, really solid figures.
6: Yeah. All right. uh, I've got, oh. I have placed a, an order this week for some figures.
0: Well done. Well done for admitting it. You know, that's the first yeah. step in hearing well, um, like the edition.
6: Some more Judge Dread figures and also some Polish, Polish Airborne for my sort of World War II Paris collection.
0: So are the are the polish different figures to the, the british parer or are they still? Berets. different head, helmets berets different so berets. I just need,
6: just wanted a few few with the the polish beret because it was different formats for the british beret and is it, is it a different colour but,
0: yeah. or is it yeah. just yeah. a different oh, style how different style can a beret be
6: just like. to make up the team yeah. would be the standard british
5: in helmets
0: how different can a beret be? Because didn't British Paris have berets as well?
5: Uh, they they yeah, are very different because world they haven't sort of
0: flopped. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. Maybe maybe we should do a whole How separate.
6: A epi- a Sorry, yeah.
0: We should do a whole separate episode on um, on berets, great berets of the Second World War. That mm. could be um, that could be kind of niche, couldn't it? No, no. There's Osprey's a lot of people shaking done their heads. It as an, as an <laughs> yeah, Osprey's probably done it <laughs> as well. Yeah, 1944 to 45. June yeah. the 7th, um, which could be it. All right. Um, Andy, what, what? A
6: British oh, Berry versus versus German
0: field cap. Field cap. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be capping <Feldcappen laughs> or something like that. Um, <laughs> um, so Andy, what about you? Um, what, what have you got on the decks this week?
2: Uh, finish off the, hopefully finish off the uh, Stearman, then go on to the um, cones and I might finish them within a week, probably won't. And that'll keep me going another week and I guess then I'll have finished the uh fifth twenty-five male army and then as I said earlier, we'll, we'll dive into the lead
0: mountain, see what's there. Okay. And have you got another game with um with Mr. Ray lined up? What's what's your yeah, matchup this week?
2: Yeah, we're we're carrying on doing the sort of historical battles with um, strategists, working our way forward in time. So we did um uh, the one with Mardonius, is what's it called? Uh, a last week, and this week we're doing um, Arbella. And Dave got choice of army, so he's chosen the Macedonian.
0: So I'm the late Persians. So how, how many of these battles have you done so far then with these the strategist stage? Uh, this is just the second one. Okay.
2: Right. right. So then, and then we move forward. I think the next one is one of Pyrrhus' battles, and then we, I just jotted okay. down a number of battles that I could think of, and we're going to work our way okay. through them. Um that, so, Actually, that
0: might be an, an interesting for some of the rest of us to have a go at. And um, I don't know, Dave. Maybe um, maybe we could double team one of those as well and try try see how we did it. If we have got time over the next week or so. Yeah. Well, you've got yeah. the list, Tim. I sent it to you. Yeah, that's true. I've got that list. I, I can
2: put that yeah. online. It just gives okay. a reason for and um, why you would do a particular battle. I mean, obviously, yeah. we don't we don't faithfully represent the terrain. We just use no. armies that could have fought that battle based on the list. Yeah. Um, okay. I've decided that I don't really want to fight Macedonian Pikes. So I'm not going to put any infantry in the middle. I'm going to, my centre is going to consist of four mediocre cavalry who are going to run away if anyone comes near them.
5: I, I've just seen what that picture you, for... you sent of the Macedonian Pikes, that guy that um, did how many figures? Uh-huh.
2: That... 1,440, I reckon.
1: Wow. That, that was incredible. That...
5: It's a bit mental, isn't it? I mean, it must it have cost was him it, a few, Bob. What was it 48 figures onto a base? Yeah. And the thirty. And how many bases? bases? 30. Of Macedonian Pike. Yes, that is one hell of a game.
0: <laughs> That's a proper collection, isn't it? How really it really is.
4: Two light horse walk up to and go. You can only move two UD you a turn. Yeah. <laughs> I've We're just walking. broken you from walking.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think you're you're still going to fit the, fill the whole table though, aren't you? Really, with that. Um, but, it, yeah,
1: it, but, it, it
2: did one hell of a hold all for that, though.
0: I guess I'm so. Sure. I I'm, guess I'm so. not
2: quite sure how many uh, really useful boxes he need, but I suspect he needs about three or four.
0: No, I think it may be more than that. Maybe more than that. An articulated
1: um, lorry might be needed. <laughs> yeah,
0: quite possibly. Um, so, Dave, what what have you got? Um, are you still doing bits and pieces, or do, do you know what bits and pieces they're going to be this week?
1: Um, well, there's four. At least, well, there's four lots of uh, Frankish Bowman on the table at the moment. I've been painting this evening. I've got. Four bases of Samurai, more, more Samurai, Samurai wow. and virtuous foot, the monks. So that's part of the Eureka order I put in is for the warrior monks, just to add them out. Has that them. arrived,
0: or is, oh no, was that Eureka UK um, now? The new... I
1: ordered that last week, but I'm a bit concerned when they might show up because I don't think they've got enough in stock of the Vertenburgers. Uh, right. If
2: they've got to come from Australia, it could be weeks and weeks.
1: Yeah, but the other thing with that is that I'm now sitting here thinking I've got to research the Wurttemberg Army, for which there's not a lot of information. They've got some funky there's a on war flag, they've got some funky regimental flags. But there's a book out on the 23rd, sorry, 29th of December this year, called Fearless and Loyal, a history of the Wurttemberg Army, 1792 to 1815, by David Zumsteg which is the only book I can think, which, but by that time, I'll have probably painted them just in time to buy a book which tells me I painted them all
0: wrong. You, you could always exercise self-control. No, I don't think that's going to no. happen. No, that's not going to happen, is it? Right. Dave, as to <laughs> say,
2: you get hold of a book called Swords Around a Throne, if you can, or um, With Eagles to Glory. They both have got useful things about uh, contingents of the French army, including allies.
1: Cool. I might. Okay. Have, I've heard of the Eagles Round the throne one. I might have a look at that one. taught around the throne. Yeah, that's by a guy called John throne.
2: Elting. Excellently written, but with Eagles to Glory is all about primarily. It's all about the French allies in eighteen oh nine.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Adam, what um, are you doing? Uh, with your special scissors. Are you doing special scissors stuff this week? I,
3: I, my scissor sisters have been put away, but I'm doing, I'm doing two exciting Wargamy things to, uh, this Ooh, week. Tomorrow, wow. I'm having a game of um, Battle Empire, which will um, rematch of the last one. So that'll be interesting. See how that goes. And then on Saturday, I'm basically going to a competition. Ooh. Yeah. I'm
0: yeah? Wow. I did,
3: well, I say competition. It's not really competition. What it is is... Um, Four of us have booked two tables at Entoyment um, all Saturday, um, so that's three games in a day. Which,
0: yep. which is kind of six, the, six, which is fine, isn't it? Yeah,
3: competition type experience, right? It's yeah. Four, yeah, it's four of us, so it's um, yeah. I'm going to have a whole day of playing
5: three ga- three games of um, ADLG. Does nice, that mean you've got to have a curry the night before to sort of like bring on the full sort of competition ambience? Um, Well, no. The night, funny enough, the night before, I'm even going to the pub. Um,
3: Perfect.
4: (laughs) Which is uh, with
3: people not of my own household. You, um, housebound London people. You, Uh, ah, give it, give it time. We remember, we remember when that was legal. Yeah. Yeah, and if um, for people living, um, if the listener that's in Manchester or Liverpool, I'm probably not even going to have a substantial
5: meal with it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, by that point, Manchester will be in the exterior tier of lockdown. Well, it might be in rebellion. Although the pub I'm going
3: to does do a mean packet of uh, um, pickled onion-flavoured Monster Munch, which I'm not sure
5: whether that counts oh, as a substantial meal. But I do. Uh, Ma- Monster yeah. Munch always counts as a substantial meal,
0: it, it, is, it, it especially if you size. put it if it's a in, a in, in a BAP. In yeah. a BAP. In a yeah. BAP. Monster Munch BAP. Monster Munch sandwich. Not yeah. a balm, just a BAP. That yeah, bap. Okay, so, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's,
2: it's oh. a variation on the chicken morengo. They if 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 didn't have the chicken. That's what Napoleon would have had for dinner that night. Yeah, um, favourite
0: um, crisp, bap. crisp flavour. Right. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. By <laughs> the way, did you see the guy from the, the guy who runs um, uh, the war, the the Reading War War Games Club sent an email out. Me. They're having a, yeah. a, a one day competition in November. I don't know how they're going to do it. Well, I think I'm going to get 10 yeah. people, so I imagine they've probably got all their places taken by now.
0: Well, we can't go because we're from Zone 2, so um, it's it's somewhat moot to us, isn't it, really? You can't is, is, Reading all not zone, is Reading not in Zone 2? No, not in Zone 2 is still in Zone um, ah. Lowest or whatever it is. Right, OK. So kind of complicated. All right. Yeah. So, Simon, what about you? What's on your schedule for next week?
4: So I discovered in a box some more Renaissance figures over oh dear. um, Oh dear.
0: (laughs) Careless, careless. You've not just
5: got got enough renaissance figures for an army. You've got got enough renaissance figures to populate Germany.
6: Simon,
3: was this a box that the postman brought to your door and rang the doorbell and said, here's
4: that box that you, ordered"? Not yet. They're coming. Um, (laughs) No, this is one of those random boxes that you, you, as you're rummaging through, go, what's in this box? Oh, look. 100 more Renaissance figures. So, what
5: unit could you possibly be missing from a Renaissance army that you don't already have?
4: Well, it's a question of do I paint the 1636 German infantry or do I paint the 1637 with the extra tassels and the uh, epaulettes? It's a big question to debate. <laughs> I,
0: just, I just spray them all, um, spray and, them all and wash them. Get them and on the base. You mean, you mean
2: they're not gold? I think you're yeah. making. I think you're under the mistaken impression that we give a toss.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm debating whether to um, to make a couple of very large tercios properly, fully stacked out, so as many infantry as I can get into a base, or um, I might open the, my extra box of 20 mil plastic um, Chinese cavalry, because not that I don't have enough cavalry, but since Tim's gone for, I'll show you cavalry. I feel I need to compete with him, so. Um, if whenever we could play in twenty mil, both of us could basically bring the entire oh. table of just cavalry.
5: You just want a horse around with them.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Don't really cavalry, yeah,
4: it give yourself a slap, please. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah, to
0: say nah. Nah. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> Even by our low standards, that Peter, that was desperately poor, desperately poor. Oh,
2: fa- Not even I would try you. that one. I better hoof it. Not even yes. not even
3: Simon Finley would have tried that one. I don't think.
0: No, no, probably not. Probably not. <laughs>
3: right. Who's who's in control of the Zoom meeting because they need to mute Peter now.
0: Yes, I think that could be the
3: answer. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So
0: look, I think that's gone around the um, has that gone around the full window with what's coming up this week. Then, so um, I think all we've got now left to do is. Oh, is I'm look... going
5: to be painting Bavarians as well. Yeah. Sent by Andy.
0: Okay. Where did you,
5: you get the painting,
0: guys? That checks? should be with you by the weekend. Fantastic. Blue and white checks. Good. So, so what we were talking about before we all came um, on air, is it on air if you're doing a podcast, on tape, on, on MP3, something like that, was, was looking at mixing up the format going forwards and, and um, alternating between a few different sort of more special focused events. So, Sorry, just before you go on, Tim, did on. you say yep. on tape, Grandad? Indeed, are you are you trying to recreate a classic, not the nine o'clock news sketch?
2: Oh, no. yes. gramophone, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. woofers and tweeters, <laughs> 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 oh, woofers and tweeters. <laughs>
5: oh, you, got <laughs> you got them? Grand go grand grand you grand want them or not. Gramophone recording,
0: slimline salad dressing. I think <laughs> 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 you want slimline salad dressing, granddad. <laughs> back, <Yes. laughs> back of the head, back of the head. How many wants do you want? About average. Yeah, no, no cheating. Wow, I was furious.
3: Another one, but even funnier.
0: Yeah, um, yes, that is another one as well. Uh, and then we'll have a vote on it, and um, and the, tra- the TUC will choose coffee. Um, so in- <laughs> enough of that. So for next week, um, the idea is that we will dig into a particular army, and um, which we will select at random through Simon Lee Reyes Mayer's computer machine to to talk about. You know, we'll pick an army as we've done in the past for a list, but everybody will bring an ADLG list along. Um, and we'll have yeah, a we'll chat about, about it. <clears throat> We'll argue about it. We'll have a chat about painting. We'll have a chat about figure selection in 15 and 25 mil. We'll try and see if, if we're lucky. It might be something where we've some of us have played competitions with or against the army. And um, we'll just kind of dive deep into a particular army. But, but in that whole spirit of adventure and, and randomness, we will fire up. Um, Simon, are you there with the magic? Have you managed to um, upload random.org? Are we ready to key this <laughs> in? Oh, the switch Here we go. Eagle it's
4: all
0: Here's the keyboard machine. Here's the keyboard guys And thing list eighty six. Eighty six, what's eighty six? That's I know eighty six. It? Oh, late Roman. Oh, it's a proper one. Oh, fantastic. Roman with the Romans. That's a goodie. Okay, we're happy with that. So so next week then will be a late Roman special. That's that's just after the square shields isn't it but before the really really roundy ones where they're a bit rubbish oh, I've, st-
5: I've still got square shields I- i'll st- i'll just use them
0: i'm yeah. sure you can i'm sure you can do
5: for us? I, 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 that's an excuse for me to get some more figures then if it's not the square shield ones Perfect. you'll have to Maybe advise me we'll really about inspire which ones you
0: to buy some to buy some new figures more. So next week will be a, um, a late them up as
2: Bavarians. they probably had some bavarians in the late roman army anyway
0: they probably did. So next week will be a late Roman special. Um, I think possibly at some point in the foreseeable future, we will end up um, continuing the Battle Empire special that we effectively did last week, about 60% of it, um, just through random chat as well. Um, it might even be an Akmeni persian special at some point, even though we've, we've started that by the sound of it. And I think in, in one final um, closing, closing remarks, we've also, or I've, I've actually been sent something free for the first time in 22, in fact, 24 episodes of this, someone has sent me something free, which um, clearly shows that someone is listening to this. And it's, um, it's, it's Martin from, from Vexilia, who's in the process of closing down his business. So that, that does slightly undermine um, the whole commercial benefit of, of free stuff. And um, he's, he's sent a set of markers for disrupted markers and general in combat for use in ADLG to um to offer to someone who's a listener to the podcast so i don't even get to keep the damn stuff myself which is a bit shameful so um just to pose a question for for any listeners who've actually managed to get to the end of the podcast and want to um want to interact the the question of the day and and the answer is to email this email your answer to podcast at madaxman.com and the question is which branch of John Lewis is Dave Saunders' favourite haberdashery department in yeah. London found in? Which branches of John Lewis is Mr Saunders' favourite haberdashery department found in? If you email that to me, we'll make a random draw next week, and wherever you are in the world, you will be posted a fantastic set of yeah. of um, disrupted and general in combat markers from from Vexilia. You can see them on their web store. I suspect they've got a few left that martin's trying to shift um and he successfully will shift some next week provided we get someone who actually answers and and emails in one thing i
3: really like about this one thing i really like about this competition is before now when you've looked at the figures for how many people listen to this podcast and i did say people plural there i remember asking you the question have you got the figures for how many people listen to it till the end and uh You've said no, no, you, you can't no, tell that. So it'll be interesting to find out whether there is at least one person exactly listening yeah, to it all the way to the not end. one of
0: us seven either, <laughs> really. That could be the challenge. So, well, I yeah, assume anybody... Adam is actually listening to the end. He doesn't often do that. <laughs> Even though he's here. But let's, um, let's see how many people we get um, emailing in. Podcast at madaxman.com, which branch of John Lewis. And on that bombshell, we will leave you for another week. So goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. <gasps> bye. Bye bye.
5: Bye.
1: Make it a trick question, a difficult question, but you've got to use no, We don't
0: want to make it a difficult question, we want to no, make we, it really easy that we find out the, if anybody's listening to this bloody thing.
1: The job, Lewis,
3: is I very much.